On November 19, 1996, Bernie Teedy confessed to the murder of Marjorie Marge Nugent in her Carthage, Texas home in 1995. While this is certainly upsetting on its own, the murder is not the most shocking part. The most surprising aspect of the story is the perpetrator of the crime. Bernie Teedy was a local mortician in the small town of Carthage who built up a reputation and was widely loved by community members. Teedy was a constant presence and gave all that he could to the people he loved so much. No one who lived in Carthage ever had an ill word when it came to Teedy, who was most popular with the older ladies in town. Bernie Teedy met Marjorie Nugent after performing a funeral service for her husband. Nugent, a wealthy member of the town, was universally despised by the town of Carthage and had little to no relationship with her own family. Initially, Nugent was not quick to accept Bernie, but his persistent nature eventually wore on her and they became close companions. Bernie found himself living a dream, said his sister. For the first time in his life, he got to be somebody. Bernie earned his pilot's license and bought a couple of small airplanes. He took Mrs. Nugent's seat on the board of the First National Bank, and he regularly placed calls to Lloyd Tiller, irritating the stockbroker to no end with recommendations of stocks that he thought should be bought for Mrs. Nugent. "'What do you know about the stock market?' Tiller once shouted at Bernie. "'You're nothing but an undertaker!' A few minutes later, Mrs. Nugent called Tiller and told him in an icy voice that if he spoke that way to Bernie again, she would be changing stockbrokers. On their vacations together, Bernie and Mrs. Nugent traveled all over the world visiting the Orient, Egypt, and Russia. They flew to New York to see new Broadway musicals, and they sailed on the Queen Mary for Europe, returning on the Concorde. It was a glamorous life, but as Lipsy warned, Bernie paid a price. According to Bernie's friends, he had to have Mrs. Nugent's medicines laid out every day. If he wasn't at her house by 11.45 for lunch, she would become extremely frustrated, almost panicky, says one man, and call his pager incessantly until he arrived. When visiting someone else, Bernie would have to interrupt the conversation at regular intervals and use the phone to check in with Mrs. Nugent. If I don't call her, she will give me living hell, Bernie would say. Some townspeople thought Bernie's presence did have a positive effect on Mrs. Nugent. At his urging, she joined the Methodist Church, and she once had the women's Sunday school class over to her house for lunch. But sometime in 1995, Bernie told his sister that he thought Mrs. Nugent was developing mild dementia. Mrs. Nugent had fired the gardener, he said, because the flowers hadn't bloomed on time. She also made Bernie buy a 22 rifle to shoot the armadillos that were rooting up her front yard. Bernie found himself stalking the armored pests while Mrs. Nugent supervised from the front porch. Bernie said to me, She's so controlling it just wears me down, his sister recalls. I asked him why he didn't quit, and he gave me this tortured look and said, Because I'm her only friend. I have to stay because I'm the only one she has. Fast forward to November 1996. The body of Marjorie Nugent was found at the bottom of a meat freezer several months after having been shot in the back four times. An investigation into Nugent's absence was sparked by a growing concern from the few people she associated with, revealed the body, and led District Attorney Danny Buck Davidson to immediately seek out Teedy. Not wanting to destroy evidence, the sheriff ordered his deputies to lift the entire deep freeze with Mrs. Nugent still inside onto a pickup truck and drive it to Dallas for autopsy. The deputies connected a gasoline-powered generator to the freezer to keep it working. Other deputies spread through town looking for Bernie. They found him preparing to take a team of Little League baseball players and their parents to dinner. 
He seemed surprised that the deputies wanted to ask him some questions. With officers looming over him in a small room at the sheriff's department, Bernie tried to keep his composure. But he grew increasingly nervous, and he finally calmly admitted to shooting Mrs. Nugent the previous November 19th. He said he had used the same gun she made him buy to shoot armadillos. When asked why he killed her, Bernie looked at the officers in bewilderment, as if the answer were obvious. At last he said that Mrs. Nugent had become very hateful and very possessive. When the town learned of the murder, there was overwhelming outrage and disbelief. Members of Carthage refused to believe their beloved Bernie could ever commit such an atrocity. Danny Buck was charged with the task of prosecuting Teedy, which eventually led to a conviction in 1999 of life in prison. But why on earth did Bernie leave Mrs. Nugent in the freezer for nine months? Sure, Bernie was used to being around dead bodies from his funeral home days, but Danny Buck admits that they probably never would have been able to file murder charges against Bernie if he had simply dumped her somewhere where she would never be found. I don't understand why Bernie didn't put her in one of those little airplanes and fly her over the Gulf of Mexico and kick her out, said one of the town's widows. According to Bernie's sister, Bernie said he couldn't be so cruel as to abandon Mrs. Nugent. You couldn't be so cruel, the astonished sister asked. Bernie, what are you going to do? In a very soft voice, Bernie said, I wanted to give Mrs. Nugent a proper burial. You know, everyone needs a proper burial. Fast forward once again to 2011. The movie Bernie, directed by Richard Linklater and starring Jack Black, is released and interest is sparked again in the unusual case of T.D. The movie is extremely interesting and does an excellent job portraying the bizarre elements of T.D.'s life and the relationship that led to murder. Finally, fast forward to 2014. After vast interest in the case, help from Danny Buck, and submission of new evidence which suggests abuse as a child, Bernie Teedy is released from prison. To further add to the case's oddity, one of the chief conditions of release was that Teedy must live with Linklater, director of the 2011 movie, in his Austin home. Teedy must also seek psychological help and is not allowed access to any weapons. Unbelievably, the unusual story of Bernie is not over as T.D. was retried in the murder of Marjorie Nugent. On April 22, 2016, a jury of 10 women and two men deliberated and issued a new sentence of 99 years or life for T.D. After three weeks of testimony, the jurors deliberated for just over four hours. Support for Bernie is still strong and he often receives visitors in prison, in particular, the older ladies who loved him so much. Mrs. Nugent did get her proper burial eventually, in a small rural cemetery outside Carthage. Some of her relatives, who hadn't spoken to her in years, including her sister in Carthage, came for their service, hoping in some way to say goodbye to a woman they never really understood. A granddaughter stood and sang Amazing Grace. One Carthage widow, who didn't make it to the funeral, later asked if Mrs. Nugent's granddaughter had sung well. She said she was looking for a soloist for her own funeral now that she knew Bernie was going to be unavailable.